Warning, Weirdish covers content regarding conspiracies, controversial topics, subjects that may trigger post-traumatic stress, and content some may consider offensive. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Weirdish, where we talk about Weirdish. This is Brian, joined with my co-hosts, Andriana and Marvin. Woo! What's Yay. up, guys? How are we doing? Doing good. You know, cool. Doing all right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. After COVID so, now? She. You, you what? I said it's about a year after COVID now? You said after? Oh, like yeah. Like it's not here? It, well, COVID, I mean, COVID's done. All right. Let's move on. Okay. Let's move past this. <laughs> COVID okay. is over. Like, COVID is like, done. All right. Okay. Um, they're wish. just going to change the name next year. All right. Let's move on. Oh, God. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. It's about like a... Uh, a week before, like, every industry was doing mass layoffs. So, uh, yeah, we're recording this episode on St. Patrick's Day. So, uh, yeah, uh, everyone out there having fun. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. Keep going, I guess. And we're not drinking, if you're wondering. <laughs> we're not drinking. I, mean, I am sipping on some Fireball because I am antisocial, hey. don't want to go out, and I'd rather be hanging with these guys. Hey. Andriana yeah. and Marvin. Whiskey. On Weirdish, so. Andriana's got the Red Bull. Yes. So you got to get them wings. Uh, Red Bull, sponsor her. <laughs> yeah, sponsor me. That's like all you drink it is, is Red Bull. It's if amazing. it's not water, it's Red Yo. Bull. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to say something. I'm not going to put, nope, not putting that bad juju in the Exactly. Universe. No bad juju. Nope. Cool. No, no bad, bad juju. juju. No bad juju. Nope. Moving on. Dunion <laughs> rings. All right. So tonight we're going to be talking about the Akashic Records. For those that don't know what the Akashic Records are, uh, basically in a nutshell, everything that has ever happened in time and that will ever happen in time has already been logged because the timeline's not linear. Yeah. Everything has been logged and it's there's a lot of fun theories that you can come up with thinking about the Akashic Records. So... Uh, I think this is going to be anything dealing with time, in my opinion, is just really fun. Yeah, you're so. obsessed with time sure. and time I travel. Really this guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, for someone that really enjoys stuff dealing with time and time travel and paradoxes and stuff, I don't know anything about the Akashic Records. Yeah. I just know a brief explanation of it. Man, what's the first thing that comes to mind when you guys hear Akashic Records? Because for me, honestly... I used to think about Yu-Gi-Oh. Yu-Gi-Oh. Wow. Yeah. What? Yo, yes. Wow, you know? Yes. Please explain this. Good job, Brian. Yo, so both of you, did you did you watch Yu-Gi-Oh? I have Yu-Gi-Oh cards right here, bro. Of course. Yo, wow. flashing like, those Yu-Gi-Oh what? cards right now. Come on. What? Yo, so isn't there a card called the Akashic Records in Yu-Gi-Oh? I could have swore there was. I'm going to say yes. There is a card, Akashic Record, yeah. It's a spell card. You know, with my reaction, I should have been like certain 100% on that. But then I started thinking about it and I was like, wait a minute, is this going to be one of those yeah. moments? Because be, I'm wrong sometimes. Dude, yeah, me too. I, the second I said well, Yu-Gi-Oh, I was like, is am I just like thinking about something that is not there? You're right. Yeah. Look, Dre, I, I love the fact that you still have your Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Me and Sean, we had that thing that like Velcroed on your arm. and A whole ass blade. Yeah. It looks like a freaking blade that you put, put your it, cards it on. And you kind of like slip yep. them into like a little clip. Yep. So they don't like fall off. Yeah, man. That was, the, that was tight. Fucking Yu-Gi-Oh. Anyways, moving on. So yeah, what about you guys? What's, what's the first thing that comes to mind? Okay, so this is the thing. And this is because I have spoken about the Akashic Records before. 
not necessarily to the extent that we are talking it, about it today, but I just know that the Akashic Records stems from Akasha, which is a Sanskrit word which means like the cosmos, like this primordial substance, the ether. And mm-hmm. I know that the Akashic Records is like, like you were saying, like pretty much this library of everything that can ever happen and has ever happened and ever will happen. It's like the, the memory of the universe, really. And since it's not linear, you know, anyone that has the ability to access it can go into it for a number of different reasons. But when I think of Akashic Records and Akasha, I think of Queen of the Damned. Yo, I was about to say that. Very nice. That's, you know. I was about to say that. <laughs> but I was going to ask a question. I was going to be like, in Queen of the Damned, wasn't that her name? Yeah, Akasha. Akasha. And she <laughs> was the original vampire. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. R.I.P. Aaliyah. Yo, what a beautiful name, though. Yeah. I get hyped over this. It's like one of my uh, favorite movies. So that was like when I first began learning about the Akashic Records and the Akasha. That is definitely the first thing that came to mind. What about you, Marv? Alright, I'm not gonna lie. I, I straight up thought that was like a heavy metal band. I was just waiting for like the crazy ass font. Yeah, the one where you're like, I can't read it, but I know what it says. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I don't know nothing about Akashic Records. Mm-mm. For someone who boasts about being into like time and stuff, like, hell, I named my daughter River from Doctor Who, you know, like I, but I don't know nothing. And I, I'm, I'm kind of hurt by that. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> you said you're hurt by that. I bet there's a, uh, like a death metal band or something out there that like, it's not the Akashic Records. It's Records of Akasha. Yeah. <laughs> something intense like that. You guys can't steal that now. No. Nope. Unless you already have that name before Brian said it. Yeah. Unless you have it. I mean, you're, you're pretty good you know that's another thing yeah (laughs) (laughs) so um maybe we should jump into like i guess where the original idea or where these records came from Mm. the akashic record stems from the word akasha which is a sanskrit word and sanskrit is one of the oldest languages to exist akasha comes from hindu mysticism and it's pretty much the medium or the the membrane of how events are recorded which it can be like elements of nature earth fire water air and this holds the whole universe together this is what the universe is made of until the fire nation attacked until the fire nation attacked yes (laughs) but it's interesting because akasha is like seen as like the connective tissue of the universe and it's cool because it's kind of like what we spoke about the Anunnaki and human origins. The way it connects is with string theory. So uh, I'm trying not to get too scientific about like a spiritual concept because this this is more of a spiritual nature, but there is a scientific field that covers this. But the idea is that the Akasha makes up everything, both small and big, and it could be you, your bones, everything that you are made out of. It could be the smallest thing that you can think about. And it can also be the biggest thing. And it creates a whole universe. So it holds us together. It keeps us here. And this is pretty much what the Akasha is. This is the Akashic Records. Everyone has their own book, which you can call it the Book of Life if you want to, if you're Christian. But the idea is that every decision that you have made or will ever make comes from your own Book of Life in this library of the cosmic knowledge. And yeah, that's, I guess that's like the best way to explain 
the origin. I mean, aside from that, like the actual concept of the Akashic Records didn't become popular until the Theosophical Society was founded by Helena Blavatsky. And that's pretty much when the idea of the Akashic Records tied in with Akasha when we're seeing this merge of like Western and Eastern concepts coming together to create what we understand today as the Akashic Records. So it almost seems like it's like a um, a global understanding of existence, rather, or um, something along those lines. And I don't know about you, but like literally, all I picture is like some sentient librarian <laughs> <laughs> that has a book on literally everyone and everything that could happen. Yeah, it's like the biggest crossover in the universe. Like, every book is intertwined with each other, you know? Yo. So. And it's interesting that you say it like that because, okay, and I don't mean to tie this into, like, almost every episode that we've ever done, but, like... The Nazis in space episode? Except that. Screw that. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) You mentioned it on, like, the last four episodes, (laughs) so I thought it was that one again. Yeah, no. Um, Yeah, every episode except that episode. I I can say that for sure. Um, I have been referencing it a lot recently, but this episode won't tie in with that, so screw them. I'm trying to envision this, like, book, right? And wouldn't it be kind of cool if, like... You mean your own book? Or just the book about everything, you know? Like, so you know how, like, if you pick someone else's book and you start reading, you can see their choices. Like, you know how in some books you read, it gives you, like, two options. Like, if you choose this, go to page 72. If you choose this, go to page three. Like a choose your own adventure type thing? Yo, yeah, but they've already lived their life. You just happen to find their book and you're reading it. So you already see the choices that they've made. And, then, you know, I think that'd be cool. You are right about that. And it's cool that you said that because, okay, so this is the thing about the Akashic Records, right? Like we were saying from the beginning, time is not linear. So the idea is that everything that you are currently doing, all the decisions that you've, you have made is already recorded, right? But when it comes to the future, because you can use this for past and present, but you can also use it for the future. The future has those options. And depending on the decisions you make, that will impact the future of your Akashic Records. So you do have all those options. And then just to tie it in with like quantum mechanics, which I'm not going to make this mad scientific, but you have the many worlds theory, which is like your life is pretty much on a railroad track. And depending on your decision is where you split off into and each split is into a parallel world. So we get into like, you know, having like parallel universes and yeah. Yeah, split timelines. So it's interesting when you tie that in with the idea of how the Akashic Records works with future events. I feel like the Akashic Records is like the best way we can understand the universe from a spiritual sense. And I don't know. It's just uh, the more I learn about it, the more that I start to think this. And I feel like this is definitely the backbone of everything. Because we have, for example, Einstein. When Einstein did his meditation to come up with all these concepts, his inspiration, right? All his formulas he saw in his mind. Um, It's the same with Tesla when Tesla was working on his inventions. He was doing research and development in his head. He already knew what was going to happen before he did it. And it's like he was accessing this dimension, which I guess you would say is this source. I've always felt like this is actually where everything, all inspiration, all knowledge comes from, because technically it's already 
in there. It's already recorded. Um, I feel like when you grab any inspiration, when you have that light bulb moment, this is where it's coming from. So almost like an intuitive type of reflex in a sense, or like um, whenever you were saying, uh, you know, giving the examples of Einstein and um, Tesla, how they already basically knew what they were going to do. Um, just just from internal, you know, thought. It's almost as if it's like, um, now, I, I'm no religious man, but I do respect every religion. I, I love the thought of religion. I, I just don't assign myself to religion. But the one thing I can closely compare it to from how it sounds is uh, Christianity. You know, they have the the Trinity, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. And um, a lot of people that are just very artistic or, you know, they have their niche, whether it's their, uh, you know, some sort of prodigy with, you know, science or math or music or art, whether it's like, you know, drawing, painting. A lot of those artists or, you know, those geniuses or whatever you want to call them, they essentially will be like hey i thought of this i don't know where it came from it just came to me i don't remember yeah. the whole process of doing it and a lot of different religions like in christianity specifically they'll call that the holy spirit the holy spirit is speaking to you you know like that's you know like a musician that is writing a song and it just came to them in their head and they don't really remember writing it because it just came so naturally that's their holy spirit talking to them if we're talking about christianity but you know essentially thinking about it it's kind of cool thinking if it's been written out before in the akashic records that's just the time you're receiving it at and what you do with it on this timeline can bring you in all these different directions you know like Marvin yeah. said, like the choose your own adventure story, you know, <laughs> choose your what are you going to do with this? Like, what what are you going to do with this new attain, obtained information or this yeah. like newly created piece of art or knowledge? So, yeah, I get you. I get you. And this is something that we see throughout time. Um, this is an ancient practice. Um, you would have uh, priests or priestesses or shamans who would have access to the Akashic records or their own understanding of the Akashic Records because there are many different names for the Akashic Records uh, like we have people call it the collective consciousness the cosmic mind, the universal mind the universal library uh, the book of remembrance, the book of sorry, life sorry to, sorry to interrupt would this be like similar to like a hive mind scenario or hive minds? what do you mean? so no it, it wouldn't but what I mean by hive mind is like um essentially like we all start thinking similarly in the same ways and I don't think so. like uh okay yeah I don't and Sorry. the reason I'm saying that is because everybody has their own book in this cosmic library or whatever you want to call it and there's also just the book in general of the universe and everything that can be made like invention wise or, or scientific discoveries or any of that um so I I wouldn't really see it as a hive mind, at least in terms of people, maybe as in terms of the universe. I don't know. Um, I can see it like that, yeah. 
Um, but what I was saying is that, you know, you have these ancient people and they have different names for, you know, the Akashic records, but you would have like, even in Egypt, there are records of these, you know, uh, high priests who would advise the pharaohs on like the decisions they should make and interpret their dreams. I mean, yeah, these people are seen as like very high up in society and they would definitely um, advise like whoever the pharaoh or royal person was so i think it's cool that recently we've seen a resurgence of spirituality and i don't mean it in a religious sense i mean like literally just you being in touch with your higher self and striving to be on a higher vibration so i think that speaks a lot about like the generation that we're living in and where we're heading as a collective species at least i hope so i hope this is like us moving in a cool direction but i i do want to ask you guys a question do you feel like we live in a simulation at all oof so i don't feel like we live in a simulation there is a certain um feeling i forget i forget the word they used to describe it but it's basically you feel like you don't truly exist you feel like you're in a in a dream state mm. um you know what I'm talking about? I guess, yeah. That's the only thing I can re- relate to in the sense of if we, if I feel like I'm in a simulation. Because sometimes I get that like cloudiness in my head where I feel like I really feel like I don't exist today. I feel like it's literally just like I'm like surreal and not 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 even surreal. It just feels like nothing is like actually happening. I'm just like in this body that's doing its own thing, and I'm just here for the ride. Like it's a really weird feeling to. Um, described the uh, a lot of psychological professionals actually have uh, there, there's an actual term for that type of um, feeling disassociation. I don't know. All right, look, <laughs> listen, listen, Brian. So your passenger, right? The, your your conscience. Okay, he doesn't want to be an Earth kid. That's all it is. You know, he's like, really, I'm in this body again now. Fuck again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm looking it up and it is depersonalization disorder, but I don't have that disorder. Like, I've just occasionally felt it. And I'm not the only one either. A lot of my friends have felt it too. I've felt it before where I'm just like, is this real? Yeah. Like, you're just watching a movie. So, yeah, exactly. Like, there's a difference between, like, feeling surreal and then feeling that. So, I don't know. Yeah. I guess I should rephrase a question. I mean, have have you guys watched The Matrix at all? No. Yeah, but like forever ago. You said no? Like, I actually haven't. I haven't <gasps> wow. seen the Matrix. I never seen the I never seen the last one, but I saw the first one. Oh, you seen the first one. The first one is the important one. So I mean uh do you remember it at all? No. Oh man. Nah, this was the other time it came out. And it was a one and done moment. Damn, yeah. I had to rewatch it recently. Um I didn't have to, I just decided to rewatch it because I feel like, and this is this is totally off topic. I just feel like when you watch a movie as an adult versus as a kid, it's like a whole different oh, experience. Oh, the perspective is so different. Yep. Yeah, it's like you understand more and you can see more symbolism and you can see a lot of ways how they hide things in the media that, you know, if you research, you're like, oh, this is a thing. And I feel like that about The Matrix. I feel like the reality that we live in is sort of, like a simulation and i felt like that for a long time i mean ever since i played the sims like you played the sims and you're just like oh god right. is god playing the sims with us like right 
you know, I've always had that feeling, um, especially when playing RPGs. I'm just like, we are ca- controlling these avatars. And then you have the NPCs and uh, then you start going down that rabbit hole. So I have had, you know, that type of thought process. But then recently in science, we have um, this interesting field. It's called the quantum holographic universe, or I guess it should be more of a theory. But the idea is that we do indeed live in a simulation. I mean, we can't prove it yet, but the idea ties in with black holes and our understanding of black holes being completely different from what we think. Because everyone's like, yo, Yo. when you think of a black hole, you're like, if anything goes in there, it's not coming out. That's it. That's it. It's gone. It's gone. So that's usually how people explain black holes, right? Right. All right, look, check this out. Black holes are just dead pixels, okay? On the cosmic level. On the cosmic level? (laughs) I think we could, in a way, I could see how we could think we live in the simulation because isn't like our brain and our nervous system like a computer, theoretically? Yeah, and the universe works like a computer, too. So we work like a computer. Yeah, I can see that. We are made of electricity. I can see how we feel like a simulation, you know? Yeah. And if it was a simulation, damn, they got to like go into settings and tweak the threshold (laughs) of pain a little bit because I'm tired of stepping on these damn (laughs) toys at night. Okay? My feet hurt. The difficulty level of life. Yes, please tweet that. No, 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 no. I could deal with life. I'm just talking about the pain threshold. Jesus Christ, I got a paper cut and it felt like someone took my arm off. You know? (laughs) That sounds like a personal problem. (laughs) <laughs> if if you had access to the Akashic Records, you could like look at the timeline of that specific moment All and right, like look. literally read like what would happen if I did not step on this toy and just trail off this in guy. every single different way. Alright, look. I mean You ain't never heard of the butterfly effect? No. <laughs> Next, you know, well, no, yeah. I don't step on that toy. Next thing you know, I go in the kitchen and I lose a damn finger. You know, no, that's yeah. But not. then you can also like have access to see what your past lives did and your future lives have done or going to do, and see how that one stepping on the toy affects everything. Uh-huh. Yeah, the butterfly effect. Totally get Be you. Thankful for those. Legos. So you know, I forget that to put the, the you know, put it into perspective that this is a book about everything simultaneously happening all at once. Yeah in a book right Mm -hmm. so this book could be like this big (laughs) but Uh what what movie is that where they just keep opening it up and it just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger (laughs) and bigger i don't know there's a movie like that that? was it is it harry potter is that some shit that happens here it might be that sounds like a harry potter thing for real yeah it's not harry potter i can tell you that right now i don't know it's not harry potter okay i've seen harry potter so many times it's not harry potter oh yeah you no, look good. like okay. you've seen harry potter nah. a lot um, wow that's kind of it's kind of yeah <laughs> a lot yeah, i mean you look like I harry potter harry potter but um wow. yeah especially that haircut but, no i don't yeah that haircut mm-hmm. um anyway people can't see you right now oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yo yo check this out so the akashic records can be accessed through dreams, a trance state, meditation, or having an NDE, aka near-death experience. So, mm, I mean, there's also the fact that you probably have to be gifted, but you can definitely lucid dream and go into your Akashic records. And a lot of people do that so they can heal from past traumas and they can learn from mistakes they've made in the past so that they can apply it into their future decisions. Um, I personally am not a practitioner of this. I am not gifted 
in that aspect but i know there are people who do it and i don't know maybe maybe we'll have uh we can interview one of those practitioners in the future so that we have a more solid understanding from a first-hand perspective i would love that yeah that'd be great because i mean hearing us talk about it and we've never experienced it versus someone who literally does it that's a whole different perspective and i'm sure that i'm sure that they have like a different perspective than us viewing it from an outside perspective but the reason why i brought up black holes right and i like the idea of them being like dead pixels but the reason i bring up black holes is because recently within the last decade we have been rethinking our idea of the black hole and what i mean by that is that the black hole itself recently when i say within the last decade i mean like within the last six or seven years there has been this theory that has arose that says that black holes are just a simulation generator like it's where our universe is actually being projected into like this holographic nature that we see today and we are interpreting something that's two-dimensional as 3d so a good reference for that is like if you get a let's say a a credit card you know how some credit cards have like that reflective holographic yeah, type strip lo- sh- yeah when you move it it looks like it's literally like 3d right yeah mm-hmm. our universe in theory works like that where we're seeing we're interpreting 2d as 3d and it's coming from the black hole and it's cool because this this is the part that like really blows me away the the part of the theory that blows me away is that aside from it being this generator that's giving us a simulation it also stores information so if something goes into the black hole it whatever it is gets imprinted on the surface of the black hole so there are two versions so there it pretty much makes a copy that goes inside of it god knows where it goes but it's also stored on the surface of the black hole. So the idea is that if you study the surface of the black hole, you know what's inside of it. And when you think of it like that, it's like the black hole works like a computer. It's just a series of- Yeah, so black hole is literally my external hard drive. I can see, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a- essentially. It's the computer of the universe. The storage device of the universe. It's the SSD of the universe. I mean, it's projecting the universe itself and also storing it. So it is like just yeah, a computer a as well. All right. Weird. So I have an interesting question and yeah. I, have, I don't know if I'm going to word it right, but is there an upside down to this um, black hole? Are you doing Stranger like, Things? Are you, are you doing Stranger yes, Things right now? Because if like everything an, another goes, side, you, like. Yeah, like it's like like kind of like a coin too. How you know everything goes into the black hole. You know, it doesn't theoretically like die. It just is on the other side. It's on the other you know, side. It's yes, on the face. It's on and the face. And it's <laughs> you know if it's that funny. makes any sense. No, I get you. I no? get you. Like, where does it question go? mark? It's still there. Where does it go? Even where does a copy now. go that goes into it? Right? Yeah. Is that what you're asking? Yeah. Okay, so. Yeah. We don't know where it goes, but there is a theory of what is at the end of a black hole. And the theory is that the end of the black hole, you enter or you exit what is known as a white hole. What? I have one Wait, of those. What? Wow. This guy. <laughs> 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 
That was great. That was great. But I, <laughs> I mean, we can't prove this. This isn't something that we can prove right now. I mean, eventually we will be able to prove what's happening. But like, like, how do you guys feel about that? How do you guys feel about black holes literally generating our reality? And you know how like black holes like swallow like whole galaxies, right? Mm-hmm. And oh, stars. Yeah. And yeah. You Think know, about it I was like about this. To bring up. Have you seen that video of a star being eaten by the black hole? I haven't, but that sounds intriguing. Sorry, continue. I, I just want to. I just want to say. Think. Think about it like this. What if it's just deleting that because wh- whoever the actual creator is was like, "Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, we are done with this one. We haven't been using it in a while. We need more storage. Delete, and then the black hole eats it. It's literally just a trash bin." Yeah. Huh. Yeah, it's like, oh, it's been seven years. We no longer need this tax return, so let's let's toss it in the God. recycle bin. Done. And done. You know. Exactly. You know. Done your drinks. Yeah. Man, so like... So everything's flat? (laughs) You said everything is flat. Yo, what if flat Flat earthers are onto something? Yeah, right? No, no, not flat earthers. Flat universe. Okay, flat universe. There's a difference. We interpret it as 3D and it's a sphere. But the universe itself might be... Flat. Wow, so we over here thinking it's 4K and we still at like Windows 95. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Huh. Someone needs to so, upgrade. Something ain't right. <laughs> upgrade. Something ain't right. Wait, maybe well, the software there. updates are the glitches in the Matrix. Huh. Not to be that person, but yeah. You know, when something goes weird. I think we're like getting pretty out there now on these theories. Are we, are we getting out? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> are we? <laughs> That are I'm, getting I'm out a little there. lost, guys. I'm not going to lie. I need Dude, a compass. I mean, I am literally mixing in science with spirituality right now. I mean, I, are we really out there? Like, a lot of these things are, you know, not just us saying this, but also scientists saying this. I mean... Well, science sorry. is pretty trippy. Science <laughs> is definitely trippy. I'll say that. Well, I mean, I'm just thinking of it uh, from the perspective of, like not really knowing what the Akashic Records are like just really knowing the kind of like base like like this is what it is it's a record of everything you have done in your past lives future lives current lives every single timeline that possibly could have been taking place so it's like possible different universes you know like multiverse series and then now we're talking about like black holes the computer bruh (laughs) <laughs> like I'm just, I'm just so confused. It's a legit theory. <laughs> is it? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't okay, make that okay, up. Cool, I did cool. not make that up. Like, come on. I wish I did. I wish who, I did. Who made it up? Because, like, I mean, that's pretty out there. I mean, I'm not saying you're like wrong. It's just like, dude, that's like some out there stuff. You know, yeah, that's some of that. You know, foil on your head. This it's stuff. quantum physics like it's literally quantum physics like i wish i made this up but it is quantum physics so in our first episode that we did when the ouija board was sexy i mean if you haven't yeah. listened to that episode yet you should totally listen to that but in that episode i spoke about this concept where when you die right you have like a spirit voicemail right oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. because you know yeah, if you if you think about like reincarnation and you believe in reincarnation like most of us do, who the hell are you talking to when you're contacting a mad old spirit with a Ouija board, right? 
So the idea that humans, um, when you die, you have what we described as shells. And these shells are things that can be like a memory stick. And when you're speaking to a being through the board that can imitate like a relative or something, they can actually access this memory stick of that lifetime and speak to you as if they were that person because technically they're going to have all the memories and everything from that person, right? When you tie it in with the idea of the Akashic Records and like, you know, pretty much your past, present, and future being recorded in this book of life or this cosmic collective consciousness, right? So what, this entity is like a damn operator and they're, you know... Yeah, the just checking out your and just messing with you. Yeah, the That's operator, cool. the operator of the uh, the cosmic they're library. Evil, they're uh, are they evil? Not really. They're like they can be evil. They're just mischievous. They're like mischievous little kids where they're gonna do whatever the hell they want for fun, right? So, I mean, when when we tie it into the, that concept, I can see this being like the backbone of the universe for real. Like the idea that there is this dimension or plane of existence or realm where everything just exists i don't know like i don't know how you guys feel about this concept i don't know it's really strange to think that like you know like you were saying you brought up reincarnation and how like who would be talking if it's yeah past self so are there like hundreds or millions or four of me that are out there in different ways and I'm just like, oh, what up, man? It's me. How you doing, me? Like, I, I don't know. It's like, um, it just doesn't seem like it would. It's confusing for my little primitive mind, you know? No, I got you. <laughs> I, I see where you're coming from. Like, how is it possible that there are multiple versions of you, but you're still you, right? Like, yeah, I feel like that's what you're asking. Mm -hmm. And I, I get you. And this is why I really love quantum science and you know tying it in with spirituality so mm -hmm. there is this concept where we're living on a cosmic carousel which you are you a cosmic carousel dude that sounds badass though yeah so the idea is that you know every timeline that we have regardless of like which life you're living in um, which lifetime you're living um which incarnation you're currently in right all of these are happening at the same time, but the difference is that they're on different planes of existence. And each plane of existence is, each plane of existence has its own timeline. And they're separated in that sense where, like, currently you're on this timeline and this is happening right now. But when you pass away, um, you jump to another timeline and you live on that timeline, but they're separated because there are different time periods. But time isn't linear, it's just each life yeah. is in a realm where it's just within that time frame. I don't know how else to explain it, but <laughs> it's it's a trippy concept when you, when you think about it. But, but the thing is, yeah, it's all happening at once, but at the same time, each dimension just has its own time frame or time code where they're happening all at once same entity different time periods yeah and essentially they don't overlap yeah they don't overlap but you know it, it raises another cool thing there's a lot of people that experience like past life regressions 
which is basically yeah. they they're like when they're younger they're like I think I know who I was in a past life and they died XYZ years and this is what they did and like sometimes people have been like oh my gosh that is so weird it's true what if like like here's here's the theory what what if someone like Tesla or Einstein was experiencing past life regression when they came up with their like major ideas that were like futuristic and really out there you know like that's a thought i mean no one truly knows where the belief of reincarnation actually 100 percent stems from you can say oh it's from this religion this person came up with it but no like we don't truly know that what if it's like people have experienced past life regression and there was actual like proof of like earlier back in the day like proof of oh this is this person how could they there's no way they could know this reincarnation like it's an interesting thought thinking of how being born living a life dying and then going back to a different time frame like previously and thinking about if someone like had past life regression and could tell like tell the future because they had experienced it at one point how that could affect the whole timeline you know thinking uh it raises questions of like you know, the butterfly effect or the domino effect. Like, if you do one thing, that will trickle down and cause all these other things to happen. But if you bring up reincarnation and the and the fact that, like, you would be going back in time, essentially, not necessarily time traveling, but living this life in a certain time period, how that would actually affect the domino or butterfly effect. If it's already set in motion... Is there are is there truly a butterfly effect? Does that make sense? I think I get what you're saying. Like, like basically, the Akashic records already have every single possible outcome. Yeah. In every single universe and every single situation, right? Well, yeah. If that if it's already 100% planned out, how could there be a butterfly effect? If it's 100% planned out. Okay. I mean, I guess it's not really like hand in hand, but. Everything's planned out already. I feel like one has to happen so the other can happen naturally. And I feel like it still leaves room for the butterfly effect to happen. um, Because technically that first event was planned. Um, It was set in place so that it can trickle down into whatever it... Or I I guess I should say it it would uh, ramp up to whatever would happen afterwards. Like, I feel like... um, And this is more... I don't know. I, I feel like if something is set, like, let's say in your life, like, an obstacle is set and you're just like, oh, my gosh, like, this is the worst possible thing that can happen right now. But it shapes you into who you need to be as your future self. I feel, I look at it from that perspective where I'm like, okay, this had to happen so I could be here where I am currently and what I'm doing currently. So I feel like in that regard, like, the domino effect, the butterfly effect, I, I feel like they're necessary parts of a full system or the full machine to keep going. It makes sense, yeah. It's a really intricate subject, you know. It's um, with a lot of moving parts, yeah. This is our most in-depth topic, in my <laughs> opinion. This is—I don't know nothing. I, I can't even like pretend to know anything about the Akashic records. I can pretend and say I know a lot about the Akashic records because I do. I feel like the whole concept of it is that the way um, everything works is that it's like 
a computer. And that's just how I'm thinking about it. I feel like um, everyone has their own folder. You know, it doesn't have to be a book. You have your own folder. This one is, uh, let's say, you have your Brian folder. I have my Andriana folder. Yeah. Marvin has his own <laughs> folder. And everything that has possibly happened is there, yeah. It's like that show, The Good Place. All right, so let's, it's not a book. Yeah. Never Go for it, it, but I was going to say it's like a hard drive. Like you said earlier, you said it was like a hard drive. That would make more sense because you can categorize everything as folders. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the main folder, the parent folder, is like maybe your first ever name in your past life, the very first life or incarnation that you had, and then every subcategory is like who you became afterwards right so you said something about a white hole earlier right and brian made that comment we, we're gonna talk about that oh god all right yeah well, don't, don't do <laughs> um so i was thinking when you die right okay so sorry, let me stop we are akashic records are a uh, hard drive but if we have multiple we live on multiple planes right so there's just like multiple hard drives right but it's still the same person so when you die literally all they're doing is just copying your hard drive copying your soul into another hard drive and that's that white light you see because you're since we're in a computer that's just you traveling down the information the, the wires into the other hard drive that's sick that's sick that's a great way to tie it in damn you probably just solved <laughs> you probably just solved the white hole issue well, look, all right, look, one thing I learned in school is if you tried, if you don't understand something, is you try to bring it down into layman's terms for you to, like, grasp it. Yeah. That's the only way I was able to, like, that's cool. figure out I what like the that. hell you're talking about, dream. The white hole I'm over is here the in the back light. seat, like, huh? What? Look, can I, what, can you say that one more time? I didn't, I didn't get that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's sick. I like the way you put that together. That was great. I wasn't even thinking about it like that. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. I, I can definitely see that. Like, it's bringing you maybe into another server where your other life is. Yeah. You know, when you see that white light, that's just you going into another server. Yeah. And and then what makes it worse is they use those damn paddles. Clear, motherfucker! And they suck you right back <laughs> up into this this one. Like, where'd you think you're going, huh? Yeah, right? It's like... Psych- it's like uh, when you accidentally put something in the trash bin and you just have to put it back. That's Command Z right there. <laughs> uh, Command Z! That's Command yeah. Z, Command dude. Z. Command Z. Sorry, yeah. Control Z for the Windows users. Control Z. Yeah. All right, so this is the thing, right? And we're talking about shells. We're talking about past life. Brian, you brought up past life regression, right? Yeah. I actually have a past life memory since I was a kid. I've had more than one, actually. Really? Yeah, I... I have three memories of past lives. So three different incarnations, which from my understanding is when you are reborn, right? Usually they wipe this out like men in black special, like, you know. Wow, they forgot to format the hard drive. They forgot to format the hard drive properly. They left in some of that, like some of that memory in there so i did Mm. not start with a clean slate so i do have memories um and i i feel like this is what happens when you know you have a child and your child is telling you oh i was like a world war ii soldier or something like that You, you see a lot of stories like that yeah yeah so it is interesting um that concept and then you know they've had people who 
literally traced back themselves to their past family and everything they said lines up with what was happening to that person in that particular family that they traced back to. So I think that in itself gives some type of credence or credit to the idea that we have this book of life or the book of your soul or the Akashic record. Um, And yeah, some people just still have that information on incarnation like mine two two out of mine were in egypt and i remember egypt before i even knew what egypt was in this incarnation i already knew that it existed i knew what it looked like i was there so i feel like anyone that has a sort of um interest in a different country or uh, a different culture definitely has some sort of soul link to that place or that culture in a sense and yeah i feel like our understanding of how the universe works and in turn ourselves work definitely would be answered maybe not scientifically because it's still a theory and we still have to prove it from that point of view but from a spiritual perspective i don't know no it's a that's a really good thought what about you guys like my head hurts your head hurts (laughs) 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 i mean i mean yeah it's it's a really uh this the topic can go every which way you know just like the akashic records do you know but yeah i don't know it's uh how could there be like actual like knowledge and physical proof of the Akashic records on Earth. Like, I really, really just want someone to storm the fucking Vatican. Find that. <laughs> I, I, like, storm the Vatican. It's not, it's not cool. It's, 2021. It's really not cool. It's, yeah, storm the fucking Vatican, everyone. Uh, let's start it. We're not responsible. Weirdish is not responsible, but we are planting a seed. We're like the farmer, you know? It's like, hey, we accidentally... <laughs> gave you this seed of illegal substance and origin, but we had no knowledge of it. We didn't know. So plant that shit. Anyways, um, but yeah, as far as like, um, the Akashic Records thinking about past life regression, there is, there's a lot of cool things there. Um, thinking about like different timelines and, uh, how people remember their past or how other people, uh, Andriana, do you remember who it was that had, uh, all these like, you mentioned someone in an episode that had all these like futuristic ideas of like spacecrafts and and it was like way back da vinci um i mean there are so many people who have yeah i i don't know but think but all of them for example they had some sort of futuristic idea that was way ahead of their time yeah right? i think mm-hmm. it was da vinci because yeah. there were submarines there was everything like like helicopters. yeah da vinci da vinci yeah so yeah what if he was experiencing some sort of past life regression coming from a different timeline, like way in the 20th century, and, you know? Or he, he could just be accessing the Akashic Records, yeah. I can yeah, see that, like, too. So, I think it's a really cool concept. If it is true, I just, I don't think any human mind would be able to fathom its, you know, uh, you know what its use is, or fact that it exists yo so what if right at the beginning of the episode what to find or to access this you um you can find it in your mind's eye yeah uh if you have that ability i'm blind as fuck 
Ah, so <laughs> what we should do is bump that 852 kind of yeah. like we mentioned in the frequencies episode you know that's our mind eye chakra we could bump that you know hard so we can you know access this uh, uh yeah. book of everything we could hope that we can access it that way i don't know um you know i feel like when i feel like another way of like just tying this all in together and i don't mean to like ex <laughs> to lengthen the ending thoughts section of this episode but like when you meet somebody and you feel like you've met you've known them your entire life chances are you've probably knew them your entire past life um yeah and that's why you guys are like just drawn to each other and that's why you feel like you've known this person even though you've just met them soulmates i in a sense i guess you could say soulmates in a non like in a in a plutonic kind of way yeah well yeah so a soulmate doesn't have to necessarily be like a a, a mate romantic like, thing yeah yeah could they that could that just be the person that you always meet every whatever life you're in and they're in you always find yeah. they always find a way to like coincide with one another maybe in this life y'all are like a husband and wife maybe the next life y'all are brother and sister but y'all two souls are always together some way or somehow i see your point which just i cringed at the idea <laughs> at the examples but uh, yeah yeah i could i, I can see that Marvin. um i'm there with you oh my fault but i feel like everybody has like a number of soulmates i don't think you have one set soulmate i feel like yeah. you have a soul family really of people soul brother, yeah soul yeah. sister Oh, for sure. So, yeah, so cousin, so so so. Andriana, where can they find us? Wait, what? That's it. That's it. Oh, I was having fun. <laughs> I was having fun. Yeah, if you right. want to send us a message, message, it can be about anything. You could just say hi. If you just want to say hi. hi, be like, "Yo, what's up, guys?" Just DM us on Instagram or Twitter at Weirdish TV. Weirdish TV. Or you can send us an email at. That's some weirdish at gmail.com. That's some weirdish at gmail.com. Or you can go to the website www.weirdish.tv slash contact and send us a message there. Or if you have a story you want to share, anything maybe you want to get featured, we look forward to it. And until next time, guys, that is some weirdish. That's some weirdish, bitch. That is some weird-ish.